Hey guys, this is Brian Summers, and this is episode 9 of We're Getting Better. In this week's episode, we talk about admiring other artists, giving credit where credit is due, and finding your own inspiration. Stay tuned. What's going on, folks? I hope you enjoyed last week's episode with Anthony Blue. I hope you've been hunting for photos that you like. I also hope you've been liking these interviews that I've been doing and trying to introduce something new into the format. As you've noticed, the interviews run a little bit longer than the normal 10 to 15 minute length shows. What I'd like to do in this episode is elaborate a little bit on something that Anthony and I talked about last week. Last week, we spoke about finding a particular photographer that you might like and becoming so fixated on them that you end up emulating what they do. Most of the time, it's unintentional. You know, we're using Instagram a lot to post work and to follow work. And you might be on there and follow somebody and end up, you know, doing what they're doing. So the quick and easy uh, solution to that is to unfollow. But this week, I wanted to talk about finding your own inspiration. So without further ado, let's get into it. So I wanted to break down this episode into a few small sections. So just a quick to-do list to help you find your own inspiration. I just made a quick list to go by, and it is as follows. Get out and look for it. We spoke in episode two about getting off your ass and shooting something, pretty much reiterating what we talked about in that episode. You can also find inspiration in books, the internet, real people, real experiences, and just being in tune with your personal mood, whether that's happiness, depression, anxiety, excitement, you name it. Just pay attention to these natural feelings that you might have in these everyday experiences and natural occurrences. Also, one key thing to to live by in this is not to force it. Inspiration will come. It's just like losing anything. When you're not looking for it, that's when you find it. So we also spoke about photographers and artists that you might like and getting caught up in their style and it reflecting in your work. There's nothing wrong with admiring photographers and artists. We all do it. That's one of the goals of being a photographer, to, to inspire. Now, the big caution here is to admire and don't bite. Learn what it is that you like about that artist and move on. If you like the lighting, if you like the contrast, the editing, the composition, whatever it is that, you, that draws you to this particular artist, Find out what it is that that artist is doing, study them, find out what it is, and then acknowledge that you found out what what that is and move on. You might not be in school, but you're always learning in life. So learn what it is that you like about that artist, take notes, and move on. Keep learning. Also, never forget to give credit where credit is due. It's only right to acknowledge the source of inspiration. If you were writing a paper, you would have a separate page with your references. That's the same with visuals. Another cautionary tip, as you grow, you're going to find that there's no new idea under the sun. Somebody else, maybe two degrees of separation from you might start doing a similar project or a similar series to you. So what? Keep doing what you're doing. Now, if it's truly your idea... And if something that you really want to do, you feel passionate about, keep doing it. Don't let someone else embarking on the same path that you are discourage you. Keep going. 
most of all, don't hate on that other person for pursuing the same path as you. There's no new idea under the sun. It just might come to you at a different time, and it might come to you at the same time as somebody else. That hate is only negative energy and a distraction from what you need to be doing. It's going to consume you and cause you to be counterproductive. On that note, let's take a quick break for this week's vocabulary word. Brought to you by The Underdog Company, reminding you to trust your struggle. Right now, they have everything from tanks to tees to crewnecks to hats. Check them out online as well as Instagram at The Underdog Co. TheUnderdogCo.com. That's T H E U N D E R D O G C O.com. TheUnderdogCo.com. This week's vocabulary word is F stop. Your F stop refers to your aperture. It's a term that describes the aperture or diaphragm opening of a lens. F stops are defined numerically. For example, F 2.8, F 5.6, F 11, and so on. A larger or wider aperture will allow more light to enter the lens, whereas a smaller aperture will allow less. Wider apertures are also considered faster and allow for selective focus or a narrow depth of field, while a slower or smaller aperture will allow for a greater depth of field. Wider apertures are preferred for portraits, while smaller apertures are preferred for landscapes. Wider apertures are preferred for portraits because of the possibility of blurring the background totally out while keeping your subject in the foreground totally in focus. Smaller apertures are preferred for landscapes because you'll get a sharper image of the total composition. So, the next time you hear somebody ask, hey, what's your f-stop? You'll know they're referring to your aperture. Got it? Great. Back to the show. I want to wrap finding your own inspiration with a tip. Keep an idea journal. Just a quick story. I'm the kind of person that I would always say what I want to do or what I'm about to do. And I have ideas I don't even know how many ideas I have a day, but it's a lot. It's so many, I can't even count them. A few years ago, I started writing my ideas down instead of just blurting out what I want to do or what I'm about to do. Because, you know, the thing about saying you're about to do something, it's, it's you know, a statement with no deadline. And so you're always about to do something. So to solve that problem, I just started writing writing my ideas down in, in a notebook and just having them written down in a nice organized way and always keeping this notebook on me so that I can refer to these ideas. Now, you're not going to get all these ideas done, but you can write them down as, as you get them because chances are if you keep having these ideas and over and over again and you never write them down, you're probably going to have the same idea that you had Monday is going to come back Friday. And, you know, if you have a lot of ideas, you might not even notice that it's the same idea. So write these things down, always refer back to them, elaborate on them, and they might come to fruition. They might not, but they also might spark another idea that's your biggest project. I think the best part about that tip is when you write these things down, you're making space in your mind and you can come back to them later or or you can let them breathe. Give us some time to develop. Every idea might not get accomplished, but at least you can jot them down. The key is to keep that notebook on you and always go back to it. It doesn't have to be a physical notebook. It could be a Pinterest account or some other site that 
allows you to create mood boards. You can have, uh, you know, something organized in a way that you can come back to it and check off things, whatever it is. I always personally keep notebooks because I like tangible things and moleskins or field notes, whatever it is that, you know, is convenient for you. So let's go ahead and close out with this week's recommended book. This week, I suggest you check out a book called Photo Trekking by Nick Onken. Now, Nick Onken is a photographer and podcaster as well. On his podcast, Shop Talk Radio, he gives advice on how to start your career as an artist and keep progressing. Lots of great advice and great interviews with amazing people. Photo trekking is more of a guide for a travel photographer or someone pursuing travel photography. Even if travel photography is not your thing, this this book is cool because it doesn't glorify travel photography and let you know this is what you need to put in this is what you'll get out if you put in this and it gives you a perspective of what travel photography includes all in all it's a great book gives you perspective on how to get into travel photography and of course just great general photography tips so once again that book is called photo trekking the traveling photographer's guide to capturing moments around the world by nick onkin and that concludes this week's episode i hope you guys enjoy your week and Enjoy finding your own inspiration. Thanks for listening to another episode of We're Getting Better. As always, drop links and comments below. Help each other out. Follow me on Instagram at Brian Summers. That's B-R-Y-O-N-S-U-M-M-E-R-S. And BrianSummers.com. Let's get better.